My goodness, what a frustrating night for both Valley teams. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever it is you decided to make Big Sky Sports talk a part of your day. My family and I greatly appreciate it. You found the only podcast in the world completely devoted to the coverage of the four major franchises of one major market, and that's Phoenix, Arizona. We do things a little bit differently. We do it from Big Sky Country, Billings, Montana. We also cover ASU football, ASU basketball, USL championship soccer with the Phoenix Rising, and the WNBA with the Phoenix Mercury, all available to you Tuesday through Saturday, and it is a hump day version of big sky sports talk happy wednesday to you and yours the week is half done let's do it and just like the week is half done um if the suns don't win tomorrow night they are done um yeah what a what a rough one diamondbacks and suns both take the l um yesterday uh, night and uh, that that really really stinks and my my sons and six prediction is now out the window the best I can hope for is sons and seven and to do that that will be on the road very difficult um, 82 percent of those who win game five go on to win it all so the odds are not with Phoenix, but more on that in just a little bit. Um, hopefully you guys are doing good. Um, it's a day off for me today. I have a meeting, um, an interesting meeting I've not done before, um, with, uh, a group of people that I'm hoping to get in contact with. That's part of the, um, work opportunity that I had mentioned, but until, you know, I get more, um, embedded into it, I'm not going to really release it, but, um, I, because it's a nighttime, late afternoon slash nighttime meeting and I work at night, I took the day off. So a lot of Ubering for me, a lot of rest for me, uh, today. Uh, but the podcast is still, um, up and available for you to, uh, enjoy. So, um, I don't think I have any, any other, uh, news or, or updates. Um, so let's, uh, let's go ahead and get right into it. I suppose, um, if anything comes up, I will, um, most certainly, uh, you know, mention it throughout the podcast at, at a different point. But, uh, the two minute warning is up next on Big Sky Sports Talk. A 6-2 to two loss for the Diamondbacks, as mentioned in the uh, two-minute warning. And for Brandon Fott, two back-to-back uh, terrible outings. Um, he gave up all six runs that the Marlins scored uh, before he, he left. So that, that stinks. Um... He now has a 12.10 ERA. Ginkle came in after him and uh, pitched uh, two and two-thirds innings, uh, gave up one hit, had a strikeout. He has a 3.86 ERA. And McGuff, one and a third, one hit, 
Uh, for him, no runs, no walks, no strikeouts, 5.40 ERA. Uh, Cattell Marte went one for five. Um, Rivera over three. Paven Smith, the um, pinch hitter, um, slash DH, went one for two. Uh, Gurriel Jr., one for five. Christian Walker, 0 for three, and a run. Evan Longoria went three for four. He had himself one heck of a night. He um, hit a home run, had an RBI, scored a run. Um, Nick Ahmed went uh, two for four and the RBI. Corbin Carroll went one for four. Um, Moreno one for three. And Fletcher one for four. Um, to start it out, uh, Areas, Areas, excuse me, single to center and Chisholm. I uh, scored one uh, nothing Miami. Um, Solaire uh, homered to left, and he uh, Bertui and uh, Jazz Chisholm scored. That's in second. That's four nothing. Nick Ahmed single to left. Walker scored, and Cor- Corbin Carroll second. It's four one. Uh, uh, Solaire um, homered to left, and he and Chaz. Jazz Chisholm scored 6-1, and that's those, those are their six runs. And then Evan Longoria in the bottom eighth uh, homered at 6-2. That's part of his uh, great night. Miami, uh, six runs on nine hits. Uh, the Diamondbacks, two runs on 11 hits. So Diamondbacks got a lot of hits but didn't get any on. Defense was just too good for Miami. And, of course, poor starting pitching for Brandon Fott. Uh, gave up the game completely. Diamondbacks are now 20-16, and I would assume one and a half games, yes, one and a half games behind the Dodgers. So they're keeping it close, but um, when you lose, you you uh, don't make up any ground. When you don't sweep the teams that you should, you don't make up any ground that you should. So there's that here um, is Mark Grace and uh, – uh, Todd Walsh kind of giving a little bit of a post-game report and mainly talking about Evan Longoria. Evan Longoria, and let's take a look at his night here. Coming into the game, hitting 197, and the guys in the booth were talking about if he could get a bat rolling that he changes the complexion of this lineup entirely. What did you see from the veteran here? Well, he, he was brought over here, Todd, to hit left-handed pitchers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we, and the Diamondbacks have seen their fair share of, of left-handed pitchers of late, but that was a right-handed pitcher that he launches one about 20 rows deep late in the ball. Yes, it might have been a, an oh-by-the-way home run, but it was really good for Evan Longoria. Hopefully that'll that'll get him going uh, for, for the rest of the season. All right, curious to hear what Tori Lovello has to say about uh, some of Things that we just broke down. Uh, for uh, Longo, it was a uh, the solo home run, a double, and a single for him, as the as he was uh, three for four, as I mentioned before. Merrill Kelly looks to right the ship, hopefully take another series. Um, he's the right hander against uh, Edward Cabrera, also a right hander uh, this afternoon. Um, hopefully. Uh, Diamondbacks can go ahead and win this one. And then they have an opportunity within the division, four games against the Giants um, that are really not a great team. Uh, they are a couple of games under 500, so 
Um, this one should be three, you know, take three of one. Uh, your hope for the sweep. Uh, you need to get the, you know, get the lead over the Dodgers while you, while you can have it. Um, gather as many wins as you can against bad baseball teams um, and, and continue to uh, build momentum uh, to the best of your ability. Uh, we'll break down everything with the Suns um, and the terrible game that was uh, for Game 5 all up next on Big Sky Sports Talk. A piss-poor performance for the Phoenix Suns. They did not have it from the jump. They lose 118-102 to 102 to the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets had their way. They were getting everything they needed um, for this game. I mean, um, a 35-point uh, first quarter for the Nuggets, holding the Suns at 24. Um, the Suns did have a great second quarter, and, and that was about it. Or not a great second quarter, but a decent second quarter, um, and kept it close. I think it was a two-point game. Uh, Nuggets lead at the half. Um, they scored twenty-five, held the Nuggets to seventeen. But a fantastic third quarter and a piss-poor third quarter for uh, the Suns. Uh, Nuggets scored thirty-nine, held the Suns to twenty-five, um, and at that point, both. Booker and Durant were in foul trouble early. Both of them earned their fourth fouls. Shamit earned his fourth foul in the midst of that quarter. And then um, Suns won the fourth quarter, but didn't matter. It was 28-27. to 27. Uh, Nuggets um, waved the white flag. Uh, Suns did as well. About four or five minutes remaining of the fourth quarter, and that was it. That's all to speak of. Um, only three guys in double figures: uh, Durant, Aiton, and Booker. All I meant, uh, all three I mentioned in um, the two-minute warning. Kevin Durant, forty-two minutes, ten of twenty-four from the field, over three from deep, eleven rebounds, seven assists, uh, twenty-six points. Josh Okogie, eight minutes, over three from the field, over two from deep, one assist, one point. DeAndre Aiton, thirty-two minutes, seven of twelve from the field, nine rebounds. One assist, 14 points. Cameron Payne, 31 minutes, 3 of 5 from the field, 1 of 3 from deep. Two rebounds, four assists, seven points. Um, Devin Booker, 41 minutes, 8 of 19 from the field, 6 of 7 from deep, six rebounds, four assists, 28 points. And for Devin Booker, um, we're kind of worried about, um, you know, him, him a slight injury. Um, he was going out of bounds and... Uh, tweak something I can't remember what I what he tweaked um but he did finish out the game um we'll see how it goes Ish Wainwright four minutes oh one from the field oh one from deep uh no points to uh Tory Craig also four minutes one or two from the field oh one from deep two points TJ Warren 15 minutes two of seven from the field oh two from deep one rebound four points Jock Landell 16 minutes two four from the field uh, four rebounds, five points. Damian Lee, four minutes, 0-1 from the field, 0-1 from deep, one rebound, one assist, no points. Landry Shamit, 23 minutes, two of six from the field, one of three from deep, five rebounds, three assists, six points. And Terrence Ross, 20 minutes, three of four from the field, three of four from deep, three rebounds, one assist, 
and nine points. Um, another game without Chris Paul. Aaron Gordon, 36 minutes, 4 of 13 from the field, 1 of 2 from deep, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, 10 points. Michael Porter Jr., 28 minutes, 7 of 11 from the field, 5 of 8 from deep, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 19 points. Jokic, 38 minutes, 12 of 20 from the field, 2 of 3 from deep, 13 rebounds, 12 assists, 29 points. Another fantastic triple-double performance for him. He leads the NBA among centers for triple doubles in the postseason, so he's the only player to do that. Um, Jamal Murray, 37 minutes, 7 of 15 from the field, 2-4 from deep, eight, uh, 5 rebounds, 6 assists, 19 points. Contavious Caldwell Pope, 23 minutes or 27 minutes, 1 of 6 from the field, 1 of 3 from deep, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, and 7 points. Um... Uh, Jeff Green, 16 minutes, 2-4 from the field, 0-2 from deep, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, 4 points. Um, Nin Angie, uh, 2 minutes, no score. Watson, 4 minutes, 0-1, no score. Bruce Brown, 27 minutes, 7-11 from the field, 2-4 from deep, 5 rebounds, 1 assist, 25 points. Chanchar, 2 minutes, uh, only a rebound. Um, Ishmith, 2 minutes. Uh, no score. Reggie Jackson, four minutes, one rebound, no score. Christian Brown, 20 minutes, two, three from the field, two rebounds, um, five points for them uh, or for him. Um, Suns, 38 of 88, 43.2% from the field, nine of 27 from deep, 33.3%, and from the line, 17 of 24, 70.8%. Nuggets, 42 of 85, 49.4%. From deep, 13 of 27, 48.1%. And at the line, 21 of 28, 75%. Um, Nuggets out-rebounded the Suns, 50 to 42. With 10 offensive boards, 40 defensive boards. Suns, 8 offensive and 34 defensive. Um, Nuggets out-assisted the Suns, 32 to 22. The Both teams had six steals apiece, and Suns had uh, led the... And blocks seven to six. Both teams had ten turnovers. It felt like the Suns had a lot more than that, um, but they gave up. Suns gave up eighteen points, and the Nuggets only gave up eleven points off of their turnovers. Um, that's a big difference there. Fast break points. Nuggets way thirty-one to twenty-five points in the paint. Fifty to forty-four. Nuggets way, and fouls twenty-two fouls for the Suns, including a technical foul, um, and. Uh, 17 for the Nuggets, including two technical fouls. Um, large lead for the Nuggets was 24. Large lead for the Suns was one, and it was in that second quarter. Here is uh, NBA on TNT, the inside guys, uh, doing a little bit uh, highlights since the postgame for us. Hello, sports fans. Thanks for staying up with us inside the NBA presented by Kia from Studio J in Atlanta at 1243 Let's uh, jump into the highlights. <laughs> I knew he was working for the man. <laughs> okay. uh, 
Ball, hey, Ball State getting ready to make a run for it tonight. <laughs> here's, that, here's that moment again. Is, uh, that's a great Joker. moment, man. That's the Joker we know. Ball to Matt Ishbia. Man, look at this dude. And then Joker going to work inside. Devin Booker. Look at that change of speeds. He was on full tilt the first half. Yeah, that, that's the, the difference with him, I think, you know, in these playoffs is his ability to go from free throw line to free throw line. Yep. Talked about Michael Porter having to uh, deliver, and he did. Probably should get a hand up on Michael Porter. He's got, he had 19 in the oh. game. Oh, he had 14 of those in the first quarter, as a matter of fact. There's Jamal Murray. But then the seventh quarter, KD took over. Mm. Man, what a shot. Too little, young gun. Oh, you too big, young gun. <laughs> Look at that, man. He just too good, young gun. Yep. Oh, and off, slow. The, <laughs> off the miss, there's Durant All over with the, the tip. Even though Denver came out strong in the first quarter, Phoenix did a great job in responding. Yeah, they did, and they would actually take the lead in the second quarter. But Booker connects there. But Denver would take the lead into the locker room. Here goes Murray. There's Look at this big old dude shooting that thing. 52 to 49 was your halftime score, and then things escalated quickly, quickly in the first Oh, oh no, he didn't make that. Yeah. Oh. No, he didn't. Uh, but oh, that's a foul. Yeah, he, he grabs him, nothing is called. He got fouled, yeah. nothing's called. He's like, all right, well, maybe yeah. they'll do nothing. Yep, nothing called there either. Right. Then another couple of trips down the floor. Murray. And one. And uh, a little chirping. And a little tea. Come on, Ralph. Nobody came to see you. Hey, hey, come on, that's not a technical. Oh, yes, it yeah, like this. Come on, man. That's unlike Sportsman Con, whatever. Unlike Sportsman Con. Unlike Sportsman Conduct. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's that, too. No, 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 <laughs> yeah, I did, exactly. And that's what scares me. This dude, this dude, I run him down the floor twice. Yes. Jack, what did I tell you? If, if the joke I ran me, it's time to retire. <laughs> then you had this little stuff, you know, by the huddle and. Oh, oh he's got the, he's got the Ishbia. The Joker's got the Ishbia, man. Come on, man. <laughs> 100 to 80 at this point. Ooh, ooh this is pretty right here. Yeah, sweet kiss. Well, you keep your money, Kenny. On the bank. Yep. Oh, hey, now this I, was sweet. Now I told Ken out he gonna dunk this. Christian Brown. Hey, Kevin Durant made a business decision. <laughs> You're exactly He made right, a business Chester. decision. That boy would have dunked on him. <laughs> 106.85 at that point. Murray there with an uh, exclamation point. And the uh, Denver Nuggets at home win at 118 to 102. They are now 6-0 at home in the playoffs. 40-7 overall. Ernie, what was the bench scoring arena? tonight? Uh, bench scoring tonight was 34-26 in favor of Denver after they got drilled in that department uh, the other night. Uh, meantime, here's Monty Williams after that 16-point loss. Boys, we, you have to have a level of uh, mental stamina in the playoffs you know you lose a game it happens you know you you have to keep your level of poise at a productive level so that no matter what happens on the floor you can always run your stuff or rely on your defense um, i thought that they had a lot of momentum plays tonight that changed our poise or their physicality got into us a bit tonight and we, we just didn't have the um, the normal mental stamina that it takes to hang in there so you have a chance to win a game.
How many pair of clothes should the Nuggets pack? <laughs> Game six, Phoenix. I don't think that's funny. I'm not laughing at that. I have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what it was? I remember in the finals when <laughs> we're going we were back going to, to last Dallas. night. No, I'm just saying when we were going to Dallas, I tried to reference it with the Miami because Pat would always say, bring one suit. I messed up, so what? Oh, you, you admitted you messed up. Yeah, I messed up. I know, it was funny. I, but no, but just just it was funny last night when you tried to explain right. it. And, and here, it's not as funny when you just say I messed up. That's why we win Emmys all the time. It's funniest show ever. All right, boss. Mostly unintentionally. Boss, it's, it's 12.48. I should be home watching Scandal. I'm so, you uh, fools. You are addicted to that show. I sure am. Hey, Olivia Pope. Uh, by the way, those <laughs> couple of areas, those couple areas, Chuck and Kenny, that uh, we talked about in the pregame show, you know, bench points, fast break yeah. points, they shored both of those it, up. And Bruce Brown, most points he's ever scored off the bench in his career, 25. Wow. Yeah, I thought that – actually, I think that those numbers are still a little skewed because I think that once the game was over, the Suns yeah. put their bench guys in there. But it's been clear the Stars have played great, pretty much the top four guys. But whoever bench plays the best has won every game in this series. So basically the best team. And, uh, well, not the – well, the best team. I mean, but, that, to me, but, teams win championships, yeah, and you got to have well, everybody come Well, but I'm saying, though, like, at some point, your bench game has to travel. You just can't play good at home. Uh, you, the, the Suns, they're going to have to win a game in Denver if they're going to win this series. Uh, but those Suns, man, uh, that place is going to be rocking. They're going to have two of the three best players on the court. Their bench guy is going to have to play great. And I'm looking forward to it. And see, if, if Denver – and I don't know if it was uh, – Hey, you're back home. Place is going crazy. A lot of adrenaline going. I mean, That's they exactly came out. Was, they came it? out so fast, and they. Yeah. I mean, their pace was much quicker in this game. Honey, I'm gonna tell you something. And Kenny can, and Shaq, can they do that in Phoenix? Kenny and Shaq know this, man. When you play a home playoff game, it's different. Especially, I, no, in, like no, in a two-two. No, and not in a two-two. Like the, the playoffs, especially the deeper you go, like the whole city is behind you. Everywhere you drive, the building's got your jerseys up and the city's lit up in your colors. And it gives you a rush that you can't even put in the world. You don't get tired. So, and that's what happens at, to every home team. And that was important for a guy like Michael Porter. I wasn't really shooting the ball well, but he hit his first couple of shots. Like, I saw his face when he hit those big shots. He wasn't smiling. He was focused. And Bruce Brown, 25 points off the bench. This is a game that they needed. They took care of business. You know, they had a couple of laps as Phoenix came back. But they regain their composure, regain their control, and they do what they're supposed to do. Now, can they take it on the road? We shall see. And it seems like, I don't know, just, you know, that pregame workout that Chris Paul looks like he's close to coming back. This would probably be a game that he might come back after a loss if he comes back. I think that he – the great thing about Chris Paul is that he, he plays at a slower pace. However, he's smart enough to understand that he has to play faster or let the team play faster. So, at the Saints token – getting another guy who not only can spot up, but could hit timely baskets. Uh, I think having two guys putting that much pressure on them, to not to perform at a 30 point, which is a great level, but a high level, 40s. That, I think that's too much pressure for two guys to do that consistently over seven game series, 40 every single night. I haven't seen it done a lot, not two guys, uh, maybe in the era of, 
I'm not going to give him that kind of props. Shaq. Well, Kenny, let me ask you a question. Do you think uh, two things? Number one, Chris has never really played fast. Mm -hmm. And he's been out a week, a little over a week. Do you think he just can just show up? And automatically play faster? No, yes. he can't. No, he yes. cannot. Yeah, well, the question I believe is yes, because the ball moves faster than your feet. Playing fast doesn't mean you have to bring it up. You could, if I, you know, if I was playing with, with Devin Booker, uh, I'm pitching ahead. I'm like, I'm getting in and pitching ahead to him and let him work and, and let him break down the defense before it starts. Yeah, but I'm yeah. not going to, I think Chris has been, has been the guy who says from free throw line to free throw line. But that's not the, the ball problem. moves faster than your feet. You, you are correct, but if you look at him in the warm-ups, he was running this way. When you have a growing pull, running forward. He's again, been out, what, 10 days now? Yeah, but you got to go sideways. And not only that, you got to guard Jamal Murray coming off the pick and roll at full speed. So, you know, you haven't we been show. running. You, yeah. you haven't been Hey, hey, so, let me tell you something. You, know, coming you ain't played basketball yeah. in a week. Even if they win game six, I don't know if you want to go up to Denver and can't breathe. <laughs> Meantime, uh, news flash, Devin Booker actually missed more shots than he made tonight. He did score 28, 8 of 19 from the floor. Denver takes game five, 118 to 102. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did. Or is this, or is on, this been been are you re-watching it? No, so when, I, when Chuck first turned me on to it, I thought I was on season one, but I was on season six. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and I had to go back. Right. I'm on season five now, so I'm right. almost done. Then, and, then, Come and, then, on. and then are you going to do season four? Yes. <laughs> Talking about scandal at the end. Um, let's go ahead and move on to Monty Williams. We've got Monty Williams, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker. And then uh, we, we done. Say that again. I said, I remember in game one, it was the second quarter when the game got away. Was this game the third quarter? Well, we, we didn't get off to a great start either. Uh, I thought the start um, set the tone for them. And then in the third quarter, it was nothing like we've put on the floor this year from our standards, uh, translating um, all the stuff that we built up going into halftime into the third quarter. Um, but I just felt like we played with great pace the last two games. They nullified that with physicality, and we just we stood still a lot tonight, didn't move them around enough. Um, and it started in the first, and then in the third, they upped it even more, and um, we didn't handle it as well as I, I believe we can. Well, one, we got to get more movement. We got to get the ball first. Uh, we gave up offensive rebounds to start the game. Um, once we got the ball in the second quarter, you could see, one, we could defend better, but we were out in transition and, and playing in flow. Um, but we have to move them around a bit more than we did tonight. I thought we were somewhat stagnant, um, especially when we were playing in our pick-pick action, which most teams call double drag. Um, they tried to keep it on the side, and we stood a little bit. So we can fix that. But we got to meet the challenge with the physicality. Yeah. I think he's OK. He, he had like a, a sore foot. Um, but we wouldn't put him back out there if we didn't think he was OK. Say that again. Well, we got down so early, I, I, I understand 
what he was thinking. He probably felt like we needed to, you know, we needed a boost. Um, so we, we just have to figure that out. I think our poise wasn't at the level that it should have been tonight because we had it in the second quarter and all we did was chip away from a defensive perspective and then it made the offense easier. I thought in the first and third, we tried to win the game with our offense only. And you could see 35 and 39. That's, that's nowhere near the standard that we we look forward to when we put our defense on the floor. Lonnie, with those 74 points, what did you see get away from you guys in those moments? They, they just moved us around a lot. Um, the screening action for Jokic into the pick and roll, that, that was something that um, we didn't handle well. But we gave up back cut after back cut tonight, probably more in this game than all the other games combined. Monty, in the fourth quarter, are you looking at, like, I'm going to give them to five minutes, the starters, and see where we're at? I mean, it, Kind of, sort of. I mean, with the three ball, you can make a run um, in the league. And, you know, it was, it was around 20. I felt like if we could get it to 15, 14 with eight, nine minutes, then you feel like, you know, you can make them a bit nervous. We just couldn't get it around that, that point total and with a bit of rhythm. You know, sometimes you can get it to a certain point to- total, but it doesn't feel right. And tonight it just didn't feel right. Just looking for a jolt. The beginning of that third was not good at all. So we're just looking for one spacing on the floor and two um, just some solid play. I didn't think we were solid and organized. We had a lot of self-inflicted uh, turnovers tonight that you know gave them the ball and you know they. They scored. <laughs> it doesn't seem like they scored a lot, but it seemed like momentum plays every time we turned it over. So uh, we, we can correct these things so we can get back to you know, one we got to win when we go home so we can come back and play here. Well, I, I thought a, a lot of what they did was to make everything tough on us. Um, they ran two or three guys at Kevin and Book tonight. And so that, that can be hard. That means other guys got to be able to knock down shots. I thought Terrence um, hit a few, but we just didn't get enough production on the backside of our, our offense to help uh, Kevin and Book. Um, but they tried to bottle him up and keep him on the sideline tonight. And we, we just didn't respond to that well. Tell me what makes this a difficult matchup for DeAndre. It's probably the same for everybody. And I mean, ask him. He's laughing at the question. You should probably ask him. It's probably the same for everybody. I mean, he's physical. He, you know, he pushes you under the basket, and he's got great touch, and he can pass, and he can shoot the ball. So, not many seven foot two eighty guys can come off of pin downs and knock down jumpers. So that that's a challenge for everybody. Mm-hmm. Poise. You have to have a level of uh, mental stamina in the playoffs. You know, you lose a game, it happens. You know, you you have to keep your level of poise at a productive level so that no matter what happens on the floor, you can always run your stuff or rely on your defense. Um, I thought that they had a lot of momentum plays tonight that changed our poise or their physicality got into us a bit tonight. And we, we just didn't have the... Um, the normal mental stamina that it takes to hang in there so you have a chance to win a game. When you watch when you, when you notice the team is lacking some of that mental stamina, that's from the coaching perspective, what do you try to 
to say to the guys to try to regain that? Just what I told you. It's just, you know, Chris did it a couple times, but I felt like in the first quarter um, when we got down, you could see our faces weren't as strong as they typically are. And they have to remind the guys that it's a long game. And then we did the same thing in the third. Uh, but give them credit. They did a lot to nullify um, our pace tonight, and we just didn't play with the same organization that we had been playing with. I know you focus so much on the game, but when that huddle where Jokic is coming over there and Bruce Brown and look, I, I I'm just the league has to figure out all that stuff, man. It, there's just too much silliness going on in the NBA when it comes to that. Everybody does it, and there should be like a written rule that you shouldn't walk over to somebody's huddle. But everybody in the league does that. It's kind of silly. Thanks, guys. Yep. Thank you. I must have missed that last one. I, you know, watching all from the DVR, so I probably skipped right past it, really. Um, but anyway, let's go ahead and go on with, um, let's go Kevin Durant. Yeah, I didn't do or what Denver did do. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, you got to get credit to Denver. They came out and made shots to start that third. I think you knew they were going to come out and start the game with energy. Uh, I like how we fought back and got back to the game, took the lead, got up one or two, and they made shots. They made timely shots after that. But we down three going into the half. Um, started the third quarter. They just they just got it going. They're making shots and a little bit of both. I mean, they're making shots. We got out in transition. They got some easy baskets, so. You got to give him credit. Katie Bonnie was saying that it felt like you guys were trying to combat with offense rather than defense at times after you fell down early. Did you feel kind of a sense of urgency to try and shoot your guys way back into the field? Yeah, I mean, we want to, we want to, yeah, I mean, try, we want to see the ball going around, um, especially when we're struggling shooting the ball and, down 10, 11, we want to, you know, we want to get that, you want to get it all back. But I think, we, like I said, in that second quarter, we, we held them to 17 points, did a solid job of getting back into the game with our defense. So coach was right. We leaned on defense and we can't make shots, so we'll be struggling a bit. And uh, tonight we didn't lean too much into it, you know, as much as we supposed to. Um, but you got to give Denver credit too. Looked at the box score after game four. You saw the 19 shot attempts for you. And you said that you like that number. It represents you being in the flow of the offense. You were at 16 at half. Did you feel like you were pressing a little bit too much? Uh, I wasn't even thinking, to be honest. I mean, I just wanted to help close the lead. Uh, I feel like I, I got better looks there in the second quarter. Uh, starting off slow. Uh, one for I think I was one for eight, one for nine. I started the game off. Uh, I like how my teammates had my back throughout that. And... Uh, I was able to get it going there in the second quarter to help out. So, yeah, it's just all about helping out and playing and taking each possession at a time. And, you know, obviously want to make every shot I take. That's just my mentality. But uh, I, I definitely could have took a couple better ones there in the first quarter. Absolutely nothing. I don't think it was anything serious. Uh, they were excited. They were up big. And we was trying to draw up some stuff and you know how that goes. So yeah, I don't think it was nothing. It was nothing. You've been in so many elimination games in your career. What did you learn from those experiences that maybe you can apply to this situation? Well, just about going out there and playing every possession like it's your last, really. You know, we've been seeing this team for 
five games now, and they've seen us, and so it's just all about who wants it more. Just to follow that up, you know, they basically said the same thing. It's like everybody, you know what each other, which team is going to do, everybody knows the game plan, but, but is there anything that within the game and the adjustments that, that are going to be key in the game where you know it could be your last game? Uh, just keep stuff simple and play hard, man. And just try not to complicate it too much. It's a basketball game at the end of the day. So uh, go out there and play as hard as you can. Stay disciplined with the game plan and let's, uh, let the chips fall where they may. So I'm excited for game six. I think I know what you're going to say, but I'll ask you question. Your workload, workload, is there any impact on any fatigue? No, I don't think so. I think every great player in this league is playing around the same amount of minutes as we are. But it's always a topic with me and him for some reason. But everybody's playing 40 plus minutes in the playoffs. Um, so we just got to dig deep. Yeah, I don't think it was a minutes thing. You know, maybe those first two games, I don't know. Maybe And, and kind of really the big change of the wins was Monty coaching better. <laughs> you know, going, you know, Deciding to go with T.J. Warren and 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 Terrence Ross, guys that can space the floor, I think uh, you know you can lean on that. Maybe maybe the minutes for you know as well, but I think it seems to be coaching is it was the biggest reason for the losses rather than heavy minutes. But for this game, definitely not. I mean, there were like I said, four three guys had four fouls, one guy had three fouls. Um, all very important roles, uh, and you know, so they didn't play all all heavy minutes and didn't labor. They they tried to, they had a lax on their their aggression and defense. Um, and they didn't play great defense really at all in in the game. To you know, except for that second quarter, um, but um, they had to be a little bit more lax on their defense because of, you know, four dudes in, in early foul trouble. So, yeah, I don't think that was it was a minutes problem at all. Last but not least, Devin Booker, and then we'll be out of here. All the game plan stuff comes out the window. It's just a dogfight, and we have to be ready to go. Where it felt like both things clicked into place on offense and defense for you guys, but how difficult is it to maintain in the playoffs, especially going home the road? Um... You know, for me, I try to not play too much into that. Um, you know, I like playing on the road, too. You know, I, I enjoy that. So, you know, I think typically role players play better, you know, at, at home. So, you know, just trying to limit those guys. I think Bruce Brown had it going today, 25 points. Um, Michael Porter hit some early ones. And, you know, I think they had 20 transition points in the first quarter. So, you know, that's tough to, tough to deal with. As you said, the past steps and close the playoffs have experienced You said what? Yeah, I mean, I've been in here a couple times now, um, and you know, I, I love it. You know, like I said, every game has its its own character. Um, every game has its, it's just every game is its own movie, its own own different preparation and everything to go with it. So, you know, we're gonna watch over film, see how we can be better for Game Six. Saying at times it felt like you guys were trying to overcome with offense instead of defense. Did it feel like once you guys kind of got the hole in those quarters, you were maybe pressing a little bit on the offensive side? 
Uh, yeah, I always say our best offense is, you know, when we're getting stops and getting out in transition and have, you know, cross matches and are able to play fast. Um, you know, but once we slow it down, you know, it allows defenses to do their game plan. And, you know, even if we make a shot, it's usually a tough one. This is working its way to get back on the floor. How, how optimistic are you that you'll be able to Um, I have no idea, man, but, you know, that's not, that's not the one to rush. You know, I had the same incident here in Denver trying to come back early for that one. So, you know, it would have been nice if we could have held it down for him tonight, but that's over. And, you know, I haven't really checked on him, know if he's ready to go at full tilt yet, but I see him out there shooting and, and getting ready. What did you see on the sideline to sideline steal, and how did you feel right after the effort? Uh, which one? Uh, third quarter, you went from like left sideline to right sideline, half court to go for the yeah. steal. Everybody's dealing with something, man. It's you know it's that point of the season, um, so it's a little bruised. I'm just trying to win the game, you know, just whatever, whatever it takes at all costs. Um, if it's not scoring, defending, um, if it's not defending, leading, um, being a vocal leader, putting everybody in the right spot. So, you know, it might not be 40-some on the best shooting percentage, but, you know, anything to get it done at this point is what I'm trying to do. Uh, I have to look at it again. Um, I liked him. Seems like we asked after almost every game. Is that on the road in altitude? Is that a factor? No. Thanks, Book. Yep. Thanks, Book. And with that, that is the show. There's the music. It's coming up. Um. Definitely a rough one. You can probably hear it in in my voice and really how short the show was. You know, I was just kind of ready to get this show going. And, you know, I apologize if the energy wasn't there. I, I mean, I'm just it's just really frustrating. So uh, I try not to wear it too tough. But also, um, I uh, didn't really have a whole lot to talk about, a whole lot to say. Um and truth be told, um, as soon as both teams started waving the white flag that last four minutes, I just went ahead and cut it off, you know. Thought about cutting off when they were down that 20 plus, 24, whatever it was, the most that the Suns were down by, but uh, I did not. But uh, hopefully game six will be a good one, and it will force a game seven. That is that is the hope. This, uh, 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 this Thursday, tomorrow, uh, as a matter of fact, um, I don't know how, uh, what the upcoming shows will look like. And I'll say that like this is I got, uh, got some, my mom and my aunt have some, has a friend coming in. They're staying with us and my cousin is coming in as well. They're staying with us and my mom said, Hey, I was preparing their, the room for them and when you know uh, you were podcasting i heard every bit of it and you know I'm, i hate to have to stop you podcasting or whatever um but you know i don't want 
you know, we need to be, be considerate of our guests. And, uh, you know, so there's that. So I don't know if tomorrow, uh, tomorrow's podcast will be a thing or not. I, I have no idea. So we'll see. But uh, feel free to email me. Feel free to subscribe. All the channels. Um, you know the deal. Um, that's it. Well, we'll, I may or may not see you the rest of the week. We'll see. Thanks, guys.